Nothing you hear in this program constitutes investment advice. It is an expression of opinion only. This is Frisbees, Bulls and Bears. Talking money and markets. What's happening and why. We talk to the experts, the traders, the investors and the companies they're investing in. You're listening to Frisbees, Bulls and Bears with Dominic Frisbee. Hello and welcome to Frisbee's Bulls and Bears with me, Dominic Frisbee. Um, remember, shows are not uploaded on a regular basis, so if you want an email notification when we post a new show, just click on the subscribe with email button on the home page and uh, you'll be sent an email. And we won't email you about anything else, I promise. It is my pleasure today to welcome back to the show Larry Pesavento. Larry is a great chartist and he also looks to the planets to help make his trading decisions. Many may not subscribe to his methods, but they have enabled him to make some amazing calls, in call including the, the April 26th top, but also... We all make mistakes, and Larry's made some wrong ones as well. I'm, I'm sure you'll admit that, won't you, Larry? Hello. Oh, absolutely. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so good stuff. So why don't we, um, I mean, I think uh, as we speak today, um, it's uh, it's uh, Thursday, uh, sorry, it's Wednesday morning, and the S&P's trading in the high 1090s. Um, before we get an update of, of, of where we are now, I know, Larry, you were you were looking for, um, you saw something in the planets where the alignment was similar to October. October 2008, and you were looking for a lot of volatility uh, back in June. Um, so, how do you think June and July, and, uh, and the early part of July, panned out? Well, yeah, the, the market bottomed on June 8th, which was one of our key dates, and it went up to the 26th of June, which was one of our key key dates. I didn't know whether it was going to go straight down from June 8th to you know down into the 26th, but. After we made the 26th high, we came down and we made a lower low than we did on June 8th, and that was on uh, July 1st. And since that time, we've had a two-week rally, a very, very strong, uh, I believe it's a short-covering rally, because this should be the end of it uh, today. Uh, as long as the S&P does not close above 1105, uh, this thing should still be in play for a much lower low coming in uh, on August the 12th, which is a, a very, very large cycle that should be, um, it will be a very big event. I, I'm not sure, um, you know, what's going to happen market-wise. It should be a pretty big market low. You know, it could re invert and be a market high. I don't believe it's going to, but it's going to be in the news. I, I really feel strongly the 10th, 11th, or 12th, you know, they'll be talking about that date in the history books, uh, I believe, for, uh, you know, quite some time. This is a huge con conjunction of planets. It's just really quite amazing what's there. 17 planets, Dominic. I, I've never seen 17 in all my years of looking at this. I can't find 17 uh, you know, anywhere in recent history going back 300 years. We, do, we don't know when the last time this, this alignment took place. No. no, 16 we had on November the 8th of 2008. That was a big one that we had there. And then we also had one on August the 13th of uh, 2006, which was the last low before we went up to the high. And but this is the big one. I mean, not only that, but they're large planets. I mean, they're not just small planets. We've got all the big ones that are that are lined up there. So this market should be, you know, begin to be pulled down uh, into that level. But so far, you know, it's had a two week rally and has held up relatively well. OK, so in the stock markets, you're looking for a decline uh, into August the 12th and then possibly a low uh, in that in the August the 12th time yeah. frame. 
Yes, um, it should be a tradable low. Yes, absolutely. But if 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 we go above eleven oh five, you think the cycle's inverted and we're going to make a high on August the twelfth? Am I? Is that correct? That is the assumption that I must make. These are the last three rallies we've had in this downtrend that started on April twenty sixth. The first one was ten percent. The second one was nine percent. And as of yesterday's high. It was exactly 9.1%. So we've had a 10%, a 9%, and a 9%. And so it should not get much higher than where it is right now. In October of, um, of 2008, we had rallies of 23%, 20%, and 21% before we went down into March. So these rallies, even though they, they scare the shorts to death, have been much less than the, what we had in October of 08 when Lehman Brothers and you know Bear Stearns went under. So... Uh, the, the market still is very bearish because of the lower tops and lower bottoms, but it hasn't started down as yet. OK, and um, let's t- turn away from the stock markets and, and, and look at the U.S. bond. Presumably, if the stock market sells off, the bond's going to rally. That's correct. Now, we made a beautiful pattern up at the 128 level in Treasury bonds that I had been waiting for for three and a half months. And when we got there, I literally said, I think we should wait until we get through this time frame because I'm afraid that if we ran into a flight to quality, if you can call bonds a flight to quality, we would make this uh, all the way to the 135 level in the bond. So I said, well, I better wait. And and the exact high was 128.12. And now I'm sitting here looking rather foolish. But, you know, even if I'm wrong, it'll give us a chance to get in on another rally. But Right now, I just want to get through this period to see what happens. I still think we can make one more higher high in the bonds, but I have to wait and see. I mean, if presumably if we get a rout in the stock market, we may see a huge rally in the bond market and, and do a huge, great double top. That's uh, Well, I don't see a double top. I don't think we can make the 141. Well, I shouldn't say that. It could make the 141 level, but the 135 level is uh, it's the 786 retracement off that whole move, like the 128 was the 618 off of the off the big high so it's going to be difficult for it to do that it is possible but but we'll have to wait and see okay and how about oil what, what do you see happening there it seems to be stuck in a range between about 70 and 80 doesn't it yes it does 81 is a is a bearish gartley pattern at 81 dollars a barrel it should have some trouble there but i think the one thing we should talk about while we have time is the gold market because you know, we made that huge uh, butterfly pattern with three drive to a top at the 1265 level on, on May the um, uh, 26th. And uh, we've been down, uh, you know, about $70 an ounce since that point. And if we get below 1275 in gold, we're only uh, $25 to $30 away. If we have- 1175. I'm sorry, Dominic. Yes, 1175. Yeah. Uh, we, we could re- retreat all the way down to the 900 level. In other words, it would equal the last correction we had in gold uh, in back in 2008 during the Lehman Brothers collapse when gold dropped uh, $347 a barrel. This one could also go 347 and that would take us right down to the 910 level. And we'd still be bullish. You know, long term, it's a... It'd be a good time to be buying gold, but you know the, the gold, gold does move, as you well know. It moves in big, big swings, and so that's what we're watching: is that twelve seven, eleven seventy-five level in the gold in the gold market. It's funny. A couple of years ago, I can be, remember being very reluctant to touch gold at nine hundred, but if it went back to nine hundred now, I'd be all over it. <laughs> it's just a matter of timing, Dominic. <laughs> um, what about the possibility of gold going the other way? Oh, certainly. If we get a gold above the 1265, the next level is above 1400. 
the fact that we had only come back, uh, you know, $80 an ounce from the high, and if it can pop through there and close above 1265, it would certainly uh, say that we could go, uh, you know, higher. But Dominic, the pattern in the gold is uh, it's a long-term pattern. It's a three-drive to a top pattern at a 1.618 expansion. And it also is a, a butterfly pattern and a very large AB equals CD. So there's three major technical patterns at the 1265 level that makes it, uh, you know, rather ominous at that point. Um, and uh, we have a lot of long-term gold bugs, of which I'm one, listening to the show. I mean, even if we do get a sell-off, you still be bullish long-term. And you're talking to the other one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so you're still bullish in the longer term, even if... Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly am, yes. Okay, and um, let's talk currencies. Uh, how do you see the dollar here? Well, the dollar is getting back to that 83 level. And uh, what's important is the, the currency that we watch the closest is the uh, euro because, you know, that's the second largest currency uh, in the world. And we're approaching the first AB equals CD correction in this big bear market that we've had. That comes in right near the 128 to 128.50 level, and we're trading it. 127.70 right now. So we're within just a few pips of completing a major AB equals CD sell pattern in the in the euro at that 128 level. So uh, I believe we're still going to go below par in, in the euro, but uh, this will be interesting to see how this uh, sell pattern uh, comes up uh, in the 128 level. And we'll, we'll be uh, watching it very, very closely these next few days. The, the euro and gold have disassociated themselves again. I mean, it's been amazing how they go in cycles where gold and euro will go together, and now they're going opposite. You know, gold goes down 17, the euro goes up 200 pips, and that's quite unusual. So we'll have a pretty good idea uh, when we get to that 128 level what's going to happen. If the euro goes below par with the dollar, then the U.S. dollar index is going to be, I don't know, above 100 uh, well, it should get to about 97 to 100, yes, if in fact it can do that, yes. And uh, how about the great British pound? What, what, what do you see going on there? The British pound, as we speak, is setting at a very important level at that 150... 151, 152, isn't it? it well, it's actually 153, right? Uh, just hit 152.98 just a few minutes ago. Oh, uh, okay. And it's going to have a little bit of a trouble there, in, in our opinion. But if we close above 153, we could easily go up to the next level, which would be the 157 level. That would be equivalent to the euro probably breaking out above the, the 128 level. What's so interesting is all these things are, are coming together at the same time. The stocks, the gold, the crude oil, everything seems to be making some type of a exhaustion move uh, right near the time frame that we're in right now. Absolutely. Um, the, just commenting briefly on the pound, um, if you take a very long-term chart, you know, I'm talking like a 25-year chart, you buy the pound at $1.40 and you sell it above $2. Um, do you see it going below $1.40? Yeah, but, but there's a lot of support at $1.40 in the, um, in the pound. I, I don't know if you remember this, but back in 1985, we got the 105 in the pound. And uh, that's been the lowest level we had, uh, you know, for a very long time. Th there should be some resistance uh, if we do get it in this 155 to 156 level. But we'll have to just wait and see if, in fact, it's going to uh, materialize. Excellent stuff, Larry. You know, thank you so much for giving us your time. And, and I know uh, a, a lot of people... Um, 
you know, set great stock by by what you say, and and uh, and uh, we, you know, your shows get a lot of hits. So so thank you very much. And and I should recommend your book, which is called Trade What You See: How to Profit from Pattern Recognition. I, I loved reading it, and and you have a, a newsletter as well, which is called Patterns, Profits, and Peace of Mind, uh, which you can find at the TF TFNN website. Um, and, and why don't you give out your website as well, Larry, in case people want to get in touch? Sure. My website is www.tradingtutor.com. And if they wanted to reach me, they can just email me at larrypesavento at gmail.com. Uh, just take my name at gmail.com. And, you know, I, I answer all my emails. And uh, I hope, well, hopefully that when we get to this August 10th, I can come on again and Rightly or wrongly, we'll see what we did right and what we did wrong. Okay, absolutely. But it, I mean, if it breaks eleven oh five, would you would you cover your shorts and go long? Yes, I'm. Well, I'm not going to go long because you're you're we're we're ten days up. I mean, you know, that's yeah. an outlier event. Anytime you buy something ten days up, you might as well roll dice because the odds of the the market coming down are quite high. That doesn't mean it can't go seventeen or eighteen days higher. But the problem is that you you better be very very careful because that's an outlier. Event and you don't want to really stand in front of that. But I have to protect myself above 1105. I'll just say I'll stand aside. But, you know, I, I still have, you know, I sold it quite high. So it's not as if it's the end of the world. It's just I'm giving back a lot of profit. Okay, absolutely. Well, Larry, thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk, um, well, in, in about three weeks' time. Let's hope. Okay. Thank you very much, Dominic. Take care. Frisbees, Bulls and Bears is presented and produced by Dominic Frisbee. To discuss the markets and have your say, why not visit our forum at globaledgeinvestors.com. That's globaledgeinvestors.com. To join our mailing list so you can be updated as soon as a new show is posted, please email info at dominicfrisbee.net or simply subscribe through iTunes. 